0: Welcome to the Unstoppable E-Commerce Podcast, your place to learn how to run a profitable six-figure e-commerce business that gives you the financial freedom to live the life of your dreams. I'm your host, Karen Parkinson, an e-commerce marketing mentor, Facebook ad specialist, speaker, and mum based in Hobart, Tasmania. With over 11 years experience in the industry, experience coaching hundreds of e-commerce business owners through my signature program, EcomIgniter, Igniter, and up-to-the-minute insights from my Facebook ad agency, Unstoppable Ecommerce. I'm here to educate and empower you to create your own unstoppable ecommerce business. Click subscribe so you don't miss an episode and let's jump in. Before we begin today, I'd like to acknowledge the Palawa people of Lutruwita as the first people and custodians here through all of time. The warm, loving feeling of home is felt here and it's a testament to the nurturing and care you've provided this country for thousands of years. I pay respect to the elders and acknowledge them as the wisdom holders and the teachers of the Palawa community. Okay, Paige, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here. I'm really excited because you've done a presentation in Econ Club, and it was amazing, so I'm really looking forward to everyone else being able to listen to some of your top tips as well. So just start with, why don't you tell us how you got into photography?
1: Yes, well, so I started out I think it was, yeah over 10 years ago now, down in Sydney, so I actually started off as a stylist. so in um, the interior magazines, mostly down there as a freelancer, so I would do things like. Put together the current trends for trend stories, or create a big sets for those beautifully um, styled imagery you see in magazines. Or I would style houses for editorial as well, which is always lots of fun. And it's always funny to know that what you're seeing in the photograph is very different from the reality of what's what on. they normally look like. <laughs> yeah, there's always like a huge mess behind the camera, you know, with couches and pillows stacked up, but the image is always beautiful. So that's where I started. And one of my favourite things to do there was actually the Christmas gift guide a couple of years for one of Australia's uh, magazines. And it was always so much fun putting together pretty much what I wanted for Christmas. <laughs> Just slip the magazine to my husband at, you know before Christmas time and say, oh, this is interesting. But that was a really great place for me to learn about what kind of photography, product photography people in the magazines are looking for when they're going to put something in that was what kind of sparked my love for product photography more so. So I left the editorial world and started working with private clients as a stylist alongside a photographer, doing things like making their branding photography for websites or marketing. And then when I had my little ones and moved up to Brisbane, I realized that I'm going to have to do this all by myself, the styling and the photography. So threw myself into learning um, how to do both at the same time and realised that, gosh, it's a bit hard. And if you <laughs> see my, my photos at the beginning when I tried to do everything by myself, they are so bad. I really oh. <laughs> were like hilariously bad and I need to kind of um, share them somewhere because I want everyone to know that I'm not special and, and if I can do both the styling and photography, then anyone can. And yeah, so now, um, yeah, a few years later, I've figured out how to do it the easy way. And that is, yeah, what I love to share and teach people now.
0: Amazing. I love that. And I love that it wasn't just, oh, yeah, I've got this straight away, but you've actually taught yourself.
1: And yeah, definitely not getting it
0: straight away. <laughs> so, why, you know, obviously we're talking about e commerce today. Why are product photos so important?
1: Product photos are so important. And what I love is this question is that. Recently on uh, platforms like Instagram, video content has really come to the forefront and has been really important. I love video content. It's lots of fun. But also uh, product photography is still important because we use it in so many different places. And it was great just recently seeing an interview with the CEO of Meta and Instagram saying how important photography is as well and that it's actually coming back yeah Yeah. so they're not just now pushing video content they're also pushing still photography as well so yeah there's of places we are still using product photos and where they are really important so the first one is definitely on your website so having really good product photos on your website is so important because this is almost i like to think of it like this is your home this is where you're going to be inviting people into so if they haven't met you before they know nothing about your business or your product when they land on your website this is your chance to really show them who you are and before they even had a chance to read all about your product the first thing they're really going to see is those product photos yeah so having the product photos that builds things like authority and trust as well because you know we're very just so important online isn't it whenever I see a website the first thing I do is kind of Um, You know, I can be a bit judgy like everyone else. And so, you know, if it's not quite right, you kind of think, oh, okay, is this going to be a good product? So just building that level of trust really quickly by having your good product photos is always, it's like already a win. And then another place that we're going to be using product photos is still on social. So like I said before, video content is there, but on things, uh, the places you can use your product photos are Reels Covers. So if you want to create a really, um, you know, beautiful aesthetic kind of feed by having your reel covers there as an actual photograph rather than a section of the reel, that's a really nice way to create that continuity throughout there. So how about with, the, with your Instagram, with your reels, do you do the video or do you do a photo? Uh,
0: when I'm organized, <laughs> I try to put a photo over the top. Sometimes I forget. And then, yeah, it does kind of throw out the feed a little bit because it's like, you know my mouth's half open or you know i haven't even like picked which still is going to be the front and then i'm like oh damn but you know someone's already commented so i don't want to lose that and i don't do it, it. it. yeah when i do actually cuz then you can make it look beautiful in the grid as well cuz you know obviously the reels get cut down to the square so if you can make the picture that works for that um definitely i think that's a good idea to have those images
1: yeah exactly and having them ready to go that's my whole thing with product photos is the ultimate goal is to have a product photo library, I call it, either on your computer or in an album on your phone. So whenever it comes to those moments where you need a product photo, you know, you've got them there. They're kind of backed away. It just it gives you such a sense of feeling organized and one less part of the mental load to take off. Yes. Because when you have them ready to go with reels, and I love how you said that about trying to capture a moment within the video, because all my videos you can never find a good moment my mouth is like wide open or <laughs> yeah. I've got like pirate eye I call it like one of my eyes is closed but when you are making your reel, and like you said if you post it already you don't want to go back and kind of lose your track in the algorithm by then putting a photo yeah. on later so yeah by having your product photo ready to go in your album you can put the cover photo on before you post it. And then go into the section where you can move it around so you can make sure it's nice and centred when it's in the square on your grid as well. Yeah, making that look beautiful. Yeah. So reels and then also just doing things that are going to make your life so much easier when it comes to creating content and, you know, batch creating and making things ahead of time. So carousels on Instagram. Hello, Carousel. So you can do, there's different types of carousels you can do. Just using product photo. So one of them is more, say, an aesthetic kind of carousel where it's just product photos, which um, is really beautiful. Say you have a certain collection or a group of products that go really well together. You can have, you know, sliding through each one. Or you can also use something like Canva and create info carousels. Huge Canva fan. Yes. Oh Love, my gosh. It. Love it. Love me some Canva. <laughs> But just using your product photos and just placing some text on each one, perhaps, you know, educating people about your product or how you use it, or even depending on what your product is, something really fun that people want to share, like, you know, maybe a recipe or self-care guides, something that's really shareable and saveable, but really it's just with the product photos you've used on your photo library. Yeah, amazing. So
0: we've got all these amazing places that we can put our photos. Tell me what kinds of photos do we need? So if I want this photo library that I can just pull from at any time, what should be in there?
1: Definitely. So when you're making your product photos, it's really important these three types of product photos to make sure you're creating a complete brand story. So these photos are your lifestyle, stylized and classic imagery. I'm going to go through and talk about each one. Please don't. <laughs> but yeah, so it's really important to have all three because if you leave one out, you're going to be leaving your customers with questions. And that's what we want to avoid. You want your customers to just have an easy yes. So yes, I want to buy your gorgeous product. And by following these three, it's going to funnel people down to your website and to that purchase page which is what we want to go for. (laughs) Amazing. So the top of the funnel is your lifestyle imagery. So this is where people are first going to meet your gorgeous product, normally on something like social media. So lifestyle photography, it really tells a story about your product. And when you make lifestyle photography, it's made in existing environments. So you're not creating a staged set. You're not using fake backdrops or anything like that or plinths, you're actually shooting in a real environment. So the home or out and about. The reason these ones are so successful is because it really invites your ideal customer to start imagining themselves using your product.
0: So if we were selling a towel, we'd like have a picture of people down at the beach using that towel.
1: Exactly. Yeah, so big lifestyle photography for say beach towels. Yeah, you're at, actually at the beach. You're walking to the beach, you know, the towels in the bag, you've laid it out, you have all your beautiful, relaxing things for the beach, like a book. Setting the scene, yeah. Exactly. I'm laughing at myself, you know, when I go to the beach now with the little ones, it's not very relaxing. <laughs> There's no time to read a book. <laughs> yeah. Just the chasing them around. But when you get into making your lifestyle photography, the thing that makes it successful is that you want to think about the emotions that you want to evoke from the viewer, because this is what's really going to create that connection for the customer to your products. So showing
0: those kids screaming in the photos is probably not going to give the right vibe. You no,
1: know, like the <laughs> zinc on the cheeks. <laughs> so zen. But yeah, being able to connect emotionally with the customer, that's what's really going to help them yeah, envision themselves using the product. And it's going to create a positive association with your brand, which creates that trust and loyalty. And I love this kind of psychology behind um imagery. I find it so fascinating, yeah. and knowing that if people see your lifestyle imagery enough and they and they you know recognize that it's you and whenever they see it, it makes a, you know a happy emotion in them or a relaxing motion in them later on, as they're going through their day and they're thinking, "Oh, I need to feel relaxed. You're actually going to pop up in their head, yeah,
0: so. Riddle me this, why are there so many fashion brands that showcase their clothing on models that are looking so unhappy, like not smiling? What's
1: that? And what's that big brand? Is it Ace or One of those things don't know, ASOS. Um, the Iconical Zara or someone that has those hilarious model photos where they're like, you can't even see the clothes. They're kind of like crouching down and doing all these like oh. funny shape. <laughs> Ridiculous yoga poses, yeah. Have you seen those ones? <laughs> I remember
0: talking to a brand once and his whole thing was, we're all about everyone being individual and this and that. And every single photo of every single piece of clothes, the model was standing the exact same way and frowning and had the exact same pose on their face. And I'm like, so your brand's all about individuality, but they have to stand the same way and they have to have the same face and they're not allowed to look happy. I'm like, it's not really selling
1: it for me. (laughs) But that's such a great example because when you saw that imagery, it didn't make you feel happy. It made you feel like, oh, those clothes will make me feel the way it's making the models feel. Yes. I'm like,
0: if you want to evoke this sense of the clothes are going to make you feel happy, let your models smile. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So give us an example. Um, we've done beach towel. What about my drink bottle? First thing I grabbed at my desk, like how would you photograph that in a lifestyle scene?
1: So with any product, especially something like a, a drink bottle, the, the way I like to kind of start the process is I always think about the customer first, because I find that sometimes as the creator of the product, you can kind of be, you know, in your own world that like you know every single thing about your product, you know, where it was made, how you designed it, you know, the materials, but that's coming from your perspective. That's what you want to tell people, but you always need to come from the customer's point of view. So how are they going to use the water bottle? How do you want them to feel when they use the water bottle? You know, who is your ideal customer? And then that is going to then lead to what product photos you're going to make. So say the water bottle is for just working out. So that's when you're going to create those kind of exercise-centered product photos. So lifestyle would be, you know, getting out into nature. Say it's how they would use it coming out of their workout bag. They finish their run people don't have to be in it you definitely don't have to always use people in your, in your lifestyle you can definitely do it by yourself but what would you do when you've just finished your run you're sitting down you've placed your water bottle next to you on a towel or even just on the grass you've got your headphones next to it so I'll talk about props as well but using props that are going to support the idea of how your customer uses telling that story yeah. yeah just yeah just to add to the story but not to distract
0: definitely wasn't me in that story because you wouldn't catch me running Uh,
1: unless something's chasing me (laughs) or yeah it could could be something as well say if your water bottle is because you are really busy you're working so much but you're forgetting to hydrate so an office scene a desk scene, is one of my favorite kind of flat lays to do having you know the computer the your water bottle as the star some you know lovely little notebooks But see how that is a completely different story to the workout story. So if you're not a workout water bottle, you're not going to create those kind of workout photos because that's going to lose your ideal customer because, you know, you and I are going to look at that and go, well, that's not my water bottle. (laughs) No. My water bottle. Who wants that? (laughs) (laughs) One is the working uh, workout water bottle. So, yeah, and even things like, I like to use the example of, say, a candle. If you have a white candle, with nothing on it at all, the way you're going to tell your customers what that candle is about is the way you style it. So it could be anything. Say it's, yeah, it's a beautiful, relaxing self care candle. You would shoot your lifestyle imagery in a bathroom, say, like on those beautiful bath trays with, you know, yeah. some wine next to it, a lovely book, some, you know, bubbles from the bath. Oh, sounds amazing. <laughs> right you're like, oh, oh gosh. That could be nice, yeah. <laughs> or it could be, say, the scent is a you know, kind of like an energizing, invigorating scent that you would put on when you want to feel really strong and powerful, or you go get lots of work done. So you can put that, say, like on a, a shelf, which I call the shelfie. The shelfie, I love that. <laughs> it's one of my favorite types of lifestyle photography. So so easy to make. So all you need, yeah, is a flat surface. But, you know, packing it up on some books and maybe the books themselves could be about like go get it, you know, energy, energy, kind of get going. And then, again, if it's just a candle you're going to have on all day to make your house smell beautiful, it's a citrus candle. You would use those kind of props like lemons and oranges and you would put it in a kitchen. But if you want a relaxing candle in a bath, the kitchen imagery isn't going to evoke much yeah it's all about how you want your customer to feel i love that
0: so that's our lifestyle images yeah.
1: what about what was the next one stylized image oh actually i should say a bit about christmas lifestyle there shouldn't i no
0: we'll jump on to christmas after
1: okay beautiful okay so the next type of imagery so coming down in the funnel so they've seen your lifestyle imagery and now they want to know more So you can use your stylized imagery on your Instagram as well, but you can also use this on your website. So stylized imagery, this is where your branding and business recognition are really easily communicated to your customers because you're using things like your branding colors or even things like your logos in there if you want to. So this is a chance for you to really They've seen your lifestyle and now they're finding more about you, your business, your products, what you're all about. So you've kind of invited them in a little bit more and these are going to be shot in a scene that you've created. So you're using uh, different kinds of backgrounds and I'll take you through a little in a little minute how to make some really easy backgrounds. Amazing. And it's a really great way to show your product clear of distractions because you kind of want, you want them to focus in now on just your product. Now, this is going to be really good um, when you're starting out with your product photography. Like trying to think, you know, where can I start? What's going to be the easiest one to create? And, you know, if you don't have the space to always be shooting lifestyle photography, this stylized photography is something that you can continuously be making quite easily. So if you have a space in your home that you can set up like a little mini mini studio space, which can basically just be a fold-out table with some backdrops on it, whenever you get a new product, you can just pop it in, create something that's fitting with your branding and your aesthetic. That's going to be really important to nail down the aesthetic just for continuity. Then that's something that's going to be really easy for you to make a lot of content quickly.
0: Uh, my husband did his shoots. He's a wood turner. We've got a lot of turned bowls and vases and all sorts of things and I've been going okay we need to get this online I need to build you a website so I made him do a little photo shoot and I got him some backdrops and he took over the kitchen bench because that had all the natural light so we couldn't use the kitchen for a few days while he was at it but he did all his stylized I guess photos yeah in the kitchen oh I'd love to see them they're definitely not at uh, the photography standard that you would have taken them but it was his first go and he did well And I even got him to do some with hands in there and get some uh, like video footage. And one thing that we find with probably with these stylists, but also your e-commerce sort of white background images is getting that size so that people know if you look at a timber bowl in a photo with nothing else, it can actually look like it's a really small little dish or it can look like some of these bowls are really, really huge. So it's like, how do you get that different size perspective you know, obviously having those hands in there helped, but I also bought him a little Lego man that looked like him. So his thing was to put the little Lego man with his bowl so that people could tell the size perspective from the minifig to,
1: <laughs> to the thing. That's a great idea. And how fun is that as well? And memorable too for people seeing that. That's so interesting. So I was just talking to a client at the moment who makes bedding. So she makes bedding though from cot, like bassinet size, cot size, single, double, like four yeah, different oh. things. And we were talking about how to show the different sizes, especially when it's shot overhead and you can't really tell what it's on. Yeah. So we're just yep. um yeah, we're spitballing things at the moment. And because it's more so for for children, we're either going to use the same like little square book or we actually thought putting um she's got a gorgeous little baba. So we're actually going to put the baby in oh, the bassinet dear. in the cot. <laughs> And in you know so you can see the, the biggest sizes, head. yeah, yeah, just for that instant recognition without having to read the text. Yeah, I love that
0: photos give so much information without having to read.
1: Yeah, exactly. And as well, you were saying like putting um hands in, that's a really quick win to create connection with the viewer. Just adding life to an otherwise static image. So life is really important to put in because it makes the viewer feel more connected to it. So yeah. Things like an actual hand, living things like flowers, greenery, or even water. Water is a really easy way to add life, you know, in a little carafe or a clear glass. Nothing that's going to distract from your product, but it just adds that life to it. Good one. And then the last one in the funnel is your classic imagery, also known as e-commerce. Now, e-commerce imagery, you don't want to use on your socials. So no. this is just for your website. I, sometimes I do see people using their e-commerce photos on their Instagram feed. And unfortunately, what that can do is it can often turn people off because it looks, it's the fast sell straight away. Yeah. Like as okay. soon as yeah. someone's come in, like, you know, as soon as someone comes into your shop, you know, don't say, hey guys, you what I've got. You want to go? Yeah, oh. come buy this. And yeah, just sit down a little like since you feel calm. And then you can't. Then you slip your product in front of them. So that's what we want to create with the imagery. We don't want to use that e-commerce on your socials. That's this is for when too. they've come through the funnel, they've seen the lifestyle, they've learned more about you as a business through your stylized, and now that that last stage before hitting buy, they want to just tick off those boxes. Just make sure they know everything. They want to know the Functions, one of the features, all that kind of thing. So, this is where you're going to get a shoot on a plain background. And I'm going to be a bit controversial here, but it doesn't always have to be just a white background. <laughs> I often actually recommend a nude background for e commerce. Nude is a really lovely, non, what's the word I'm looking for here? Sometimes white can be quite stuck yeah and if your product isn't like that it kind of can be a bit jarring when you look at it so if something is a beautiful like relax, relaxing product again I'll use a candle as an example having that on the white background can be a bit like a bit cold but I find a, a nude colored background just is a bit warmer a bit calmer but still not distracting so your product is yeah. the star
0: and that's where we're showcasing front back sides like all the different kind of what they would want to know like I'm always saying if it's a bag like show them inside the bag anything that they would want to look at if they were picking it up in real life
1: exactly yeah so what are those little features that you haven't been able to show in the other type of imagery yeah so are there zips inside this is when you can um in the stylized imagery more so that is where you would show it with props of you know it fits a laptop it fits your water bottle it fits all those things but in e-commerce there's no other props but it is just about, you know, yeah, opening the bag, showing the front, the back, shooting it from the top, and making sure that the colors are exact. Yeah. So, this is when you have to be a bit more spot on, but you can still definitely make these by yourself. All you've got to do is just, yeah, harness that natural light and be bouncing the light back with a whiteboard. Actually, that's one of my quick win tips there. So, whenever you're going to be photographing any of your photography, but especially this kind of classic shot e commerce, is always when you're using the natural light, which I personally love to use, I think it creates such a beautiful look to your products, wherever your natural light source is coming from, on the opposite side of that, always have your white bounce board.
0: Okay, and that can just be like, like core flute type? Yeah. Does it have to be anything fancy? Nothing
1: or no? fancy. Okay. Just go to your local office work store or even your supply or anything like that my favourite to use is a white foam ball. You can get all different sizes or you can even just, sometimes when I've been out and about at a restaurant and I'm embarrassing my family and want to take a photo of my <laughs> kids, don't <I> eat <laughs> it until so I've taken a photo. I'm not that bad. But I'll whatever's there that's white, so using the white menu or even like a white tablecloth, it's just the white yeah. that's going to be bouncing the light back. Amazing. And then another quick win, if you do have a reflective product, and the light is actually driving you crazy and causing too much glare and shadows. A black bounce board is what you need there. Mm-hmm. That's going to absorb the light and just make your life so much easier when you're fighting reflections. Yeah. So, any kind of
0: like mirrored
1: reflective product. Yeah. So, that's the three types of product photography lifestyle, stylized, and e commerce. And so if you create those three and have them ready to go in your photo library, you're really going to hit every occasion where you need to have photography.
0: Incredible. And make sure you check out our Unstoppable Ecom Instagram and we're going to post some examples of these three on there so that you can have a look at them. It's really hard to do a whole episode on photography without any visual aids. <laughs> Close your eyes, imagine. <laughs> yes, unless you're driving. <laughs> So we're coming up to quarter four, biggest quarter of the e-commerce calendar. We've got Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and of course, Christmas coming up. So how should we be getting ready for our seasonal images?
1: Definitely. So one of my biggest tips and what I do as well for my clients is that throughout the whole year, so no matter when you're listening to this, you can do this as well. Make your Christmas product photography. So, whenever you're, whenever you set up a scene, no matter what it's for, once you finish creating those product photos, take a minute and just pop a Christmas bauble in there, or just you know perhaps put nice ribbon, some ribbon, a little mini Christmas tree, even just some glitter, anything that says Christmas, <laughs> and then just pop that in the Christmas product photo library on your folder or in your phone. And in fact, you can kind of do that for any time of the year little box like a little Christmas box a little winter box a little summer box anything anytime that you're going to have a sale little New Year's box once you've taken a photograph just take a minute and just get those extra photos done and then what a great idea great and future you future Christmas you (laughs) super busy goes oh my gosh past me is amazing she's already made this imagery so that's always a fun one
0: actually when I got my photo shoot taken I think it was Oh, it was February actually because it was Valentine's Day and I got photos with a Christmas hat on because I'm like I'm probably not going to get another photo shoot done between now and Christmas. Unfortunately, they turned out to be some of the best photos but I haven't been able to use them yet (laughs) because I've got this Christmas hat on. So wait until December. Yes. (laughs) You'll get to see them.
1: (laughs) I love that. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah, other ways to really embrace this Christmas year and start to – Uh, get your customers thinking about you when it comes to Christmas is again thinking about what your customers are going to do with your product or how they're going to get to be using it and the biggest thing is gifting so you want them to envision themselves buying your product wrapping it up and then giving it to a loved one so the wrapping lifestyle photography is really really successful at Christmas time what I mean by this is creating imagery where you can just get yourself a simple box or if you have perhaps a subscription box this is a really good one for you as well creating a flat layer you're shooting from above you're packing the subscription box or if it isn't that if it's, if it's a, a gift having the gift wrapping paper underneath it the box on top and then your product inside that's a really good mm. way to create that focus
0: and that's- perfect if you're offering gift wrapping as well
1: like get some images of what that's going to be like yeah exactly if you sell the wrapping paper oh my gosh, this is your time of year. Yeah. So are really just showing that. But also what I like to do in this moment is gift wrapping can possibly evoke two feelings in people, the stress. <laughs> or them. You know, we've got Michael Bublé in the background. That's the kind of feeling oh, you want mm-hmm. to go for. So we want, you know, a clear space around it. Perhaps, you know. Not that chaotic Christmas reality. all the craziness <laughs> hiding in the bedroom with me. <laughs> I know. So a beautiful, relaxing backdrop, something warm, perhaps a wooden table with the you know, the gift wrapping, the wrapping paper open, the box, but things around that bring happiness and calm. So maybe you've got a cup of coffee there. You've got. Which you need at Christmas. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> or even a glass of wine. Anything Christmas chocolate? Well, yeah, a little bowl of chocolate. So it's not just about the moment that you're wrapping, it's about the whole beautiful moment of Christmas. So you can bring in those beautiful props. And this is where props are super important. This is what's going to add to the story. So when you're mm. using your props, you know what it was it, Chanel that said when you turn around, the first thing you see, take it away. It's kind of the same with your yeah. props. So when you're looking at it, if the first thing you see in your product photo is the prop and not your product.
0: Get rid of it. Get rid of it. It's feeling yes. focus. So you don't want that. So we want a subtle hint to Christmas, but not like a Christmas photo with our product kind of hidden in there.
1: Exactly. And depending on your vibe and your aesthetic, that's going to help you decide what kind of Christmas photos you want to make. If you're super like, fun and bright and a bit like kitschy in the best way, lean into that. <laughs> Because that's really fun and that's what your customers are expecting. So you can really go for the bright, fun, you know, tinsel coming around and really glitter everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, who doesn't love glitter? But then if you are the more calm side, what I really want to say about Christmas is that it doesn't have to be huge visually. All you really need here is a suggestion of Christmas. And that's going to be, if you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed with your product photography, what I want you to remember is that You don't always have to be reinventing the wheel every time when you're making your product photos. You don't have to think I need to make a product photo that no one has ever seen before ever, (laughs) and it's completely new and original. You don't have to be like that. And also, your customers don't want that comfort in recognition of an image. Is a really important tool to make your customers comfortable with you. Yeah. So even like the big brands, they do it all the time. You're not going to see mcdonald's all of a sudden changing how they're photographing their burgers because it's going to no. make people go oh
0: no hang on that's not mcdonald's that's not right
1: so you don't when it comes to the christmas season you don't want to all of a sudden change up your branding or your aesthetic you want people to be knowing what they're going to expect from you with a little christmas flourish i like that
0: a little bit of christmas yeah. flourish so we might share some uh, another carousel of some christmas image ideas for yeah. you in that way we can head to Instagram and find those. So if somebody is working with a photographer such as yourself, rather than doing their own images, how can they prepare? How can we get ready for a shoot?
1: Yeah. So the best way is definitely your photographer will always have a chat with you beforehand and creating a mood board is really important. I've mentioned it a few times about your aesthetics. So I think before you start making your product photos or before you have someone brought in to make your product photos, nailing down your aesthetic is really important because that's going to be what you follow whenever your product photos are made or whenever you're doing it. And this is going to lead to continuity. Mm. So when you have that conversation with your photographer, it's going to make your life so much easier because this is one photo shoot. But then, you know, say in six months time or a year time, you have your next photo shoot. You want them to match. yeah. Because again, the end goal is always about having the product photo library. So you want them all to blend together. So you could have, say, five years of product photos. So you could use a photo from year two, year five and mix them together. And it's always going to have that continuity and that brand recognition. Yeah, fantastic. So making a mood board first. And then always letting your photographer know where you're going to be using your photos is super duper important. Yeah, Because if they create something absolutely beautiful, but it's all in portrait mode, you can't then use it on your website headers. Yes. Good point. So if you're going to use a website header, you want it to be landscape and always let them know if you're going to be putting text over the image. So having that negative space in there it's really going to help you out so if you are making your own website you're not having to fumble with putting you know a white box and then the text yes, and yeah. all those things
0: yeah it tends to be one of the hardest images for people to get right is to find an image that works in that space because generally they're going with oh, I've got these images which can I use rather than having one taken specifically for that
1: can you even let your photographer know the exact sizing if you have them And then when they deliver the photos, they could perhaps crop it for you, ready to go. Amazing. You've
0: given me so many tips to really think about all these different things and getting ready. Thank you. If people are looking for a bit more help, they want a shoot done, or if they want to learn how to to take their own better product photos, how can they find you?
1: Yes, there's a few different ways. So I have always a free resource. It's a photography planner. So it's the whole year set out with the dates and the events that are happening through the year. Brilliant. Yeah, so what photos you need to create and when so that you're ready to go. And there's also like a little section in there for brainstorming and getting your ideas out. So that's a really fun one. So um, that's just pagenoel.com.au forward slash planner. <laughs> We will
0: link up to that for you as well. Fantastic. That one that's my my radio voice.
1: And then <laughs> the biggest one that I'm really, really proud of is my signature course, the Product Photography Playbook. So this is where I've it. taken this big creative process and I've really just broken it down and simplified everything into step-by-step, easy-to-digest bites so that at the end of the eight-week course you actually have your photo library full of all those types of important product photos ready to go. Love that.
0: So any brands looking at, you know, getting your photos done for the first time or giving yourselves a bit of a makeover and making sure that you've got that full library. Next intake starting very soon, I believe. It's actually open right now. Yeah. Doors are open. Fantastic. So we'll link up to that in the show notes. Do check that out. I love the name and I know that your work is brilliant. You know, you've done some other teaching for my students and you just have this way of not only simplifying everything, but just coming up with these ideas on the spot. It was amazing when the students were telling you, you know, what they sold and you were just brainstorming left, right and centre, all these incredible ideas. So I know that your students would get heaps of value from working with you. So thank you so much for joining us. And I will link up all of Paige's details in the show notes and her Instagram, and be sure to check out some of those examples that we mentioned as well. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Unstoppable E-Commerce Podcast. You can find all the show notes and links that I mentioned on my website at unstoppableecom.com forward slash podcast. If you're ready to take action and grow your e-commerce store into a profitable six-figure plus business, join me inside Econ Club. Ecom Club is the community for women in e-commerce looking to learn, connect, and grow. You get full access to my signature training program, Ecom Igniter, as well as next-level support inside our private support group with weekly live calls, monthly guest experts, and quarterly planning workshops. Find all the details now at unstoppableecom.com forward slash club. See you on the inside.